First and foremost, thank you, anyone who's listened to our podcast. We appreciate the support. Um, in an addendum to the episode, uh, we did record this Thursday night, March 2nd, uh, where we did speak on John Morant and his ongoing issues. Of course, the next day, March 3rd, there's an additional issue where uh, John Morant appeared to pull a gun on his Instagram live. So we will not be mentioning this on this pod, given when we recorded it and may speak on a future episode. But once again, thank you for listening. And here's the episode. We'll go from there. And we're off in this week's episode of Inbounds Out of Pocket. I'm your host, JB21, with my boy, Squeams. How we doing today, Squeams? Um, I was feeling blessed, but now I feel like I'm struggling. So mm. that's where I'm at. You know, we're struggling today. It's a struggle pod. It's a, it's a struggle pod, but we're, we're going we're gonna to push through. You know, if you hear some in and out, you know, that's just not on the court. That's, that is Will's internet, but it's okay. Whoa, 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 whoa. So. Blasphemous talk. That's not that's not what that means. You know, we're having hardware issues, whatever. I'm a I'm gonna I'm gonna edit the the pod, Justin, so your voice comes through like a squeaky squeaky voice, okay? <laughs> we talking shit sound like Mickey Mouse. How about that, huh? Huh? Talking like shit. <laughs> Someone just shows up. He said, I am the camera talent. You know, I just show up, I do my bit, you figure out the back end. Fuck out of here. <laughs> I am Mickey Mouse. You got it right. I'm not, I'm not in the trenches. It is my house. As they say. He said, "Mickey is fuck. Fuck out of here." Uh, but yeah, we're doing we're doing great. We're doing great. I'm feeling good about it now. I'm feeling good about it. But I'm doing all right. You know, the the sickness has left my body. You know, last week um, I thought I was down with uh, avian flu, and you know, I'm better now. I'm better now. Here we are. That's it. That's it. He's, he's about to go MJ flu game on y'all. Because you know what really had me sick? Ball. You know what really had me sick, Justin? Ooh. The All-Star game was fucking mid. <laughs> That's what fucking had me miss. It, I get it's for fun. It's whatever. But there is – it's just – and I don't even expect, like, effort throughout the game. But just the amount of effort that was shown for three quarters – well, the whole game is bad. And usually at least the fourth quarter, I get, like, six – to eight possessions where it's just like oh they're really trying to hoop now like okay we're executing we're doing it was a bad all-star game i wasn't a fan of it utah was the host wasn't a fan of it he who should not be named wasn't a fan of him can't be i don't even believe in mail anymore and also also why they set up thames and burner boy to do a fucking all-star show no I, was that me i was like y'all picked the once you know, i was jamming i was like oh this is my last last all of it yeah, 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 yeah. Everybody was looking. I'm like, is there no? I think I feel like twenty percent of the crowd might have been into it, but everyone else was just like Thames, <laughs> Burna Boy. Yo, they, they pick Utah. Like <laughs> they got more hype for Post, and I was like, you know, shout out to Post, but like, yo, they 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 was jamming, bro. They really was. <laughs> <laughs> Shit had me sick. Shit had me sick. But you oh, know, that being said, All Star Weekend was. Not it was pretty fun. So starting with Friday, we had the Rising Star Games, which I love the format of that, and I love that you got G League guys, rookie guys, um, and assortment of players throughout the league. So we had the uh, Pride of Puerto Rico hit a game winning three, Jose Alvarado. Uh, we had um, the rookie team fall apart, I believe, Paolo and whatnot. They just couldn't get a bucket late, but competitive games there. And shout out to the Miz as well. WWE superstar, former real world alum, hitting a half court buzzer beater, which I should, I I know he didn't get off in time, 
they should have either they should have given him like four points and called a called game. <laughs> they should have done it. Hundred percent. They should have just gave him MVP right then and then, like. That or give it to Guillermo because he's my new favorite person ever. Bro, and <laughs> like I just wanted to give him a quick shout out. Like he wedged it, he wedged it in the room. It was amazing. It was amazing. I saw it. I was just like, Guillermo, how you do this? How tall is he? Oh, uh, but yo, he was looking Janelle, Janelle Monet height. <laughs> <laughs> Janelle Monet tried. Oh. Uh, but uh she, she was running. And then thoughts on Saturday? How do you feel about Saturday? Saturday, I was I was hyped for the, the three point contest. There was a lot of good uh, shooters in there for sure, including um, in last Daniel. place Julius Randall. That meme will forever live rent free, bro. I'm, I am so sorry that 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 hurt me, bro. He didn't <laughs> really come in really last, did. bro. Second to last, bro, is a respectable thirteen. <laughs> oh man, yeah, no, but um, shout out Dame. Finally took it down his his third time doing the contest. Um, I was thinking, um, you think they would ever try to maybe instead of the rack, maybe do like passes to the shooters? Because I feel like nah, bro, getting it from the rack is like a it, it throws a lot of shooters because that that's so weird. Like you know, well, fucked up kind of thing because he he was reaching. He did. He said he practiced it like once and said, "Fuck it, I'm gonna go out there." And um, shout out to Evan Fournier because he tweeted he was just like if he had a little bit more time and was allowed to hit the jab on all of them it'd be over for everyone. So and as a, as someone who watches a lot of the Knicks, correct, factual, factual. My, my boy from down here, Sam, he was like the only reason Tyler Hero didn't do better because there wasn't the bam screen for him. <laughs> <laughs> you need the screen, you need the screen, otherwise it's not the same. Pretty much, pretty much. But, but yeah, um, all around no, good except yeah, for Kayvon Ware too. He sure. let down the beam, but you know. It'd be like that. It'd be like that. And then a uh, quick, quick shout out to Philly's 10 day own Mac McClung saving <laughs> the dunk contest back best dunk contest in 2016, as is fair to say. At least three, four, five dunks I've maybe never seen before in my life. You know, like I said, jumped over two people. He was on shoulders. Tapped the ball off the backboard, reversed it. You know, I had to come home, try it on my nerf core on my girl, and she almost divorced me. Like that, that was it. Like she, I almost tore an ACL. It was, it was that bad. I feel like if I if I'm picturing it the right way, she might have she might have vaulted you. <laughs> she might have vaulted you. So, hey, you know, it was I. I gave it one go. Didn't work. Pulled the hammy. She gave it one go. You know, and it was a clean. It was a clean. We'll it was a clean dunk straight through thing. the. Mm-hmm, my bad. <laughs> Um, there was a charge in there. <laughs> and also, can we talk about how we need to figure out the judges a little bit? I already said he who should not be named was at the All-Star Weekend, but like Jericho Sims literally put his armpit in the rim and everyone's like, hmm. Hmm. I, I liked his the the two elbows in the rim, like I, if he would have executed a little better, like I was like, damn, that that that's kind of hard, you know. Like he definitely had the height. His momentum kind of took him away from the rim a little bit and he, and he missed it. And I have no idea what he was doing with the the letter join. Like, yeah. At, at first, I was like, "Is he about to like bite it out the like the net and then like dunk it?" Like, maybe I can see, but yeah, it, I, it's fine. I didn't it's know fine. what he, he was going for. But relatively strong. It's fine. But like I said, strong, strong dunk contest. And I'm excited to see Mac McClung minutes um, down this playoff stretch since you guys called him out 
so it could be in the all-star game so can't wait for that but we'll talk I'm, about I'm philly a bit later we, we, we need that for sure. listen <laughs> so, if you do can get some minutes <laughs> matt can get 10 minutes for us that's all i'm saying <laughs> um Oh, and of course, shout out to All-Star Game MVP, Jason Tatum. He did drop 57. He was the shooter who got hot this year. I think he hit like 10 threes. Um, but yeah, All-Star Game. Wasn't a fan. Wasn't a fan this year. So, um, Anything else you want to add yeah. on the festivities? No, I, I'm just trying to think how they can maybe potentially make the All-Star Game more competitive. You know, Maybe like a. I even think it's like uh, broken because I think like you don't want guys to was, get hurt. It was especially and bad. It was like you take one dribble past the three point line and it was like go ahead do whatever dumper or layup you you want to do. Like they got mad in post game that LeBron blocked the shot. He said we ain't playing defense and you blocked me this one time and yeah. he laid down the blood feud. He's like I'm gonna remember that. I was like oh fuck. So yeah, a no, piece. I was kind of hoping he played yesterday. I was like, oh, he's going to go for like 40, 100%. <laughs> that and, uh, but yeah, I think it was just like the formats, I think is fine. It's just kind of, it was so, the score wasn't close by the fourth that like we never got that ramp up, which hurt it. Um, but also like the first half that Stafford wasn't there. Shea already said he was like, well, make the bag bigger. You know, I think they get paid, winners get 100K, but that's like a drop and you know nba salary so and once again you don't want these guys to get hurt but just like something more than what that was is all i asked for but then again it's supposed to be for fun i guess so oh also in the draft why did uh why did your boy nicola do laurie marketing like that because he didn't want to get picked last, which he was very potentially might have been picked last. I feel like LeBron <laughs> might have like definitely catered to the home fans and gone Laurie just to spite him. So, but uh, yeah, she was like, Jenna, I'm just gonna just casually move my way over here, a little shimmy. Hey, LeBron, how you doing? He's like, I'm not getting picked last. And Laurie's like, The fuck, the fuck, disrespectful. Uh, but moving forward, um, we're gonna go ahead and cover um, just some things from last week. That we went over, and then we'll kind of go talk about some current trends and things to look for during the during the season. Um, so that being said, last week um, I'm gonna go ahead and say shout out to Dame Lillard dropping 71 points. Uh, Damian Lillard, um, Dame Dollar. So you asked before All Star mm-hmm. Game, Will, uh, when we did our draft, uh, Damian Lillard or SGA? It's Damian mm-hmm. right now. He's leading the league in scoring <laughs> since the turn of the year. <laughs> Uh, 71 points. Um, I think he finished with what was it, 13 three pointers, one shy of Clay's record. And that man was trying. He said, Sorry, Houston, fuck you. But Houston did lock up at the end and said, Well, yeah, no, you're not doing it all the way. You're not doing the thing on us. But he dropped 71 in regulation. Dame time. Mm. He said, He had 40 at half. <laughs> <laughs> Like that, and then I'm like, wait, you had how many at halftime? Like, so you only played 24 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Like, mm-hmm. You had the rest at least, like, four minutes out the 24, maybe? <laughs> you, you know, he everyone's been talking a little bit too much. He's been talking about the loyalty thing and whatnot. And, yeah, he just dropped 71 points, 22 for 38. Uh, shooting in 39 minutes, to, and then he followed up 25-41. So he's averaging 32 on the season, seven assists and four boards. Jamie Lillard full effect. Um, don't let him win a chip. 
<laughs> his words. Don't let him do it because, yeah. <laughs> it's, I was watching was it the last. I think they just played versus Nola the next game after he dropped seventy one, and I'm just like. He really was like, I'm going to try to outscore this whole other team by myself. That's that's kind of how I feel like the Blazers' rest of the season is going to go. Like, it's him or, you know, it's Matisse Thibault that they just picked up on a trade playing 35 minutes. So it's like, oh, yeah. oh, go ahead, Dame. <laughs> go, go ahead. Take, take every shot. Like, you might have 40 and we still might lose by, like, 10. 15. Yeah, so currently they're sitting 12th in the playoff chase, and really it's just their defense has been pretty bad, which is frustrating because when you look at the pieces they have, um, I know they're historically not that good, but the pieces that they have now with Chauncey Billups on paper are better than what they had with Terry Stotts before, and I feel like the Blazers before had a more they had a better defense almost, or like they had a better structure in their defense given less talent defensively. Cause you're talking about, you have guys like uh, Jeremy Grant, you got Nurkic back healthy. You got, um, <coughs> excuse me, the death came back. Um, you got Shaden Sharp and whatnot. And you got, you got guys on the floor who can do the thing and they're just not doing the thing. And Chauncey, when he came in was supposed to be a defensive coach. So I'm just very confused about what's going on over there in Portland. Um, I mean, but yeah, at least at least we get game dollars. To that, I mean, you know, looking at their team, like Dame's never been historically known for playing defense, and Franny Simons is more of a shooting guard, really not you know crazy known for playing defense. Shaden Sharp's a rookie, you know, so you're gonna have his ups and downs with there. Yusuf Nurkic has you know been out a lot lately, and he's not even great on defense. And currently, they're starting Drew Eubanks. So, out of their, you know, their starting five, it's and I, I think they just picked up Matisse playing the Mad Minutes. It's only Matisse and Grant, you know, that you can throw at whoever else on the team. And besides that, you're you're pretty much getting roasted at every other position. It's it's tough. I'm just like you don't have a base coverage that can stop Nola with just Ingram from dropping 121 at you. That that That's all I'm kind of more focused on, where I'm just like, it's not like they've been, oh, they, they're just on a trail of bad games or whatnot. It's just like they're just getting, they're, they're not competitive in games just because they're, they can't stop anyone. Why Houston can drop like a buck 20 on them, I feel like. So I don't know. That's just something yeah. I felt like just over his two years when I just remember he came in. They were like, yeah, I'm going to bring back the defense in Portland, and he's not doing that. Mm-hmm. So, But, you know, at the same yeah. time, it's just they're bereft of talent anyway. It's not like we had them as, like, deep contenders, but just something I thought of. Um, speaking of scoring, um, so two days before that, mm-hmm. we had uh, Clippers versus Sacramento play a very tightly contested game. Um, they... <laughs> They combined for, what is that, 351 points on a Friday? Um, Double OT, mm-hmm. Clippers, Sacramento, 176-175. Justin, when you saw that score, where were you? Because <laughs> I remember when I saw it. Funny, funny enough, I, I was watching maybe like the fourth and on like just casual, and it ended 153-153 at the end of regulation. And I'm thinking to myself, like, wait, pause. It's 153 to 153 right now. 
going into overtime. Like, I didn't even know what the highest scoring game ever was, but, like, it crossed my mind. At the end of this uh, first overtime, I'm like, okay, I think we really got a shot here. And then I, I Googled it maybe midway through, like, the first overtime, and I saw it was, like, 180-something, 186, like, 182. And I was like, oh, these teams are really going to have to push it right now. And it, it just didn't get there. But, no, it was a crazy, crazy game. Shout out to Malik Monk dropping 45, Yaron Fox with 43, Kawhi with 42, Paul George with 35. Like, them boys were going at it. It was crazy. Um Sacramento was down 14 with four minutes left. Yeah, they just started selling the that had, game, yeah. I, I never forget, five turnovers in or four turnovers in a row. It was like, oh, Paul George, bring it up. Co- uh, cookies by uh, Swiper Fox. Okay, inbounded again. Trap, turnover. Okay, give the rest. Dribble, bad pass, turnover. Okay, give the Kawhi. Bad pass, turnover. Man, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and say it now. That whole Clippers uh, accusation of Russ—that—that's gonna lead me off the Clippers bandwagon. That I was like, "Ooh, sleepily they can make some noise." He's not gonna get it done. He—he he hurts them so much. I—I I feel bad. I really do. Man. So we're gonna blame Paul George throwing a pass across across the court on Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook can do things. Is is what I'll say. Does he have to start? Maybe not, but. He could do things for that team. He's not going to be the reason they lose. Well, unless Tyru just Tyru decides it's to ride the turnovers, that turnovers, bro. Like, I can't. I can't live with like seven turnovers from my starting point guard. Like it, that kills them. Like you, they were up. They were winning the game, and it's like turnover, turnover. Now they're back in the game. Now you guys go up. Turnover, turnover. Now they're but like it, it, it hurt the watch. Like I was like, there's no way y'all should lose. Like. If there was a point guard that could have brought up the ball the last five minutes of the game, you know, forcing it to Paul George, you know, that's not really his game. Kawhi is not really his game. You know, that was the main reason they brought in Russ to, you know, run the team, you know, draw an assist. But if he's giving you six, seven assists, but six, seven turnovers, it's, it's not really worth it at that point. I'm trying to find his last 10. Sorry. They're 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 on three. They were on, a, I believe, a win streak before. Maybe lost one before the break, and now they're on three with. Them. See, that's not fair because tech. I mean, if we're really talking about team acquisitions, one, they, he just came in, and two, Dallas was one in three with their guys who were supposed to be really good, and they just blew you guys out. So, what are, like, you know, like give it time and don't be reactive to it. It's it's a short period, and if anything. Talk almost had him like slightly not on the, his way out of the league, but I just didn't see how you know if you're aspiring to win a championship, it I just don't see it with Russ. So, four, two, and seven is his turnover totals. He had two in overtime against you guys, seven against the Kings, four against Minnesota. So, playing. Played 40 minutes against Sacramento. I think he can still do a good 20, 25 minute shift. But yeah, I mean, you want to limit his ability to be in those situations. But the rest of his games have been fine. He was five for 11, um, 14, 10, and seven against against many. 17, 17 dropped against Denver and Sac on good field goal percentage is my biggest thing. He's shooting, uh, excuse me. Two for six, uh, four for nine from the field, so about 44%, limiting the number of shots he takes a game and shooting 
five for 11, six for 10, seven, uh, seven for 13. So it's not like the Lakers where they were just kind of like, hey, play off ball, play off ball. Like you said, they do need someone who can actually direct offense and kind of get looks off of that. Yeah, worse, even if you're not playing naturally within the flow of offense, you have two guys, uh, Paul George and Kawhi Leonard in my eyes, who aren't like LeBron and AD, where it's like, okay, we're going to get to a spot or just create with the ball in our hands. You have those guys who's just like, hey, I'm open. All right, I'm going to go coach. Uh, Kawhi Leonard's been balling out of his mind. He can just give him the ball wherever, and he'll he'll set something up. So uh, I get it. I, I don't see him as, like, out the league, considering the lack of depth in some teams in the league. Um, give it time to coalesce, and I don't understand also why Ty Lue is just like, hey, we were on a win streak with Terrence Mann. Let's bench him to put Russ in and open him up. But it's three games. A little bit my thing. It was just like, like it was it was working. Y'all, y'all was cooking, like. You know, y'all, y'all just y'all beat the Suns, y'all beat the Warriors, tight one versus the Bucks before the break. You know, beat the Nets, and then it was like, oh, get Russ, man, go back to your bench roll. And I was like, whoa, like if anything, I like the the Russ on his bench roll. You know that that kind of was working. You know, now it's, it kind of reverted back to. Ooh, it's it's kind of you know he he provides something different. But like you said, it's it's still three games, you know. In in his defense, every time he's gone to a new team, it always takes him a while to adjust. You know, um, he's definitely the type of player that can make me eat my words. Like come playoffs, he's like look up, and he just has a triple double, and it's like, well, damn, okay, you know. <laughs> and also, end of the day, it's just like looks better than whatever was going on in L.A. And even like you heard when Thanks. he did leave L.A., Thanks. we didn't really get to go going on the buyout market at all. But even when he left L.A., um, you suddenly saw quotes of like, oh, yeah, he's a vampire or like he's just exactly. bad for the locker. And it's like you never hear that about anywhere Russell Westbrook is out about him being like bad for a locker room. So, I mean, we'll see how it goes. Um, other bullet point, um, Nate McMillan got fired. Um, they on all star break. <laughs> Justin, don't make that face. I already see what it is. He was like, "You got fired on vacation." They're like, "Hey, keep your bags packed up, boy. It's okay." And they bought coins. It's fucked up. Yeah, and it's crazy because it was also you heard rumblings. I think the first day, like Quinn Snyder might be a fit, and then the next day it was like Quinn Snyder got a five-year deal. So, what do you think that means for the Hawks going forward? The the Hawks are, are are really weird to me, you know. Like what was it? Less than two years ago, they made the deep run to the Eastern Conference Finals, where Trey Young was playing spectacular, led that team. And for the most part, it's pretty much the the same team, give or take, you know. But they're just not finding the same level of success, you know. We see, um, like you said, they just got a new coach. You know, maybe that will open it up. But I'm more worried to, like, at this point, should we be having questions about Trey Young? He's going on his second coach that got fired that he hasn't got really oh, gotten yeah. along with. And, you know, we're here to bring in Snyder to try to make it work, to relive the same. Are we going to trade Collins talks? You know, is Bogey going to get traded? You know, they have the same core pieces you know, at, at some point, it, it's not the coach and it, it's the players, you know, and I think the head of that is, is Trey. Yeah, um, I think 
there's a message being sent because you don't usually see those long-term deals sent over for coaches. So it feels like a very much a like, hey, okay, first coach, okay, second coach, hey, at least we had that Eastern Conference Finals run with him. Maybe that gave him some extra leeway. It didn't, you know, that we, we see how that team's been trending and how they made a big move for Deontay and they seem just about the same, if not worse, than they were last year. Um, and now you bring in Snyder five year deal. It seems very much like a shot again across the bow. Like, hey, this is either gonna work or you know maybe it's time for us to move on. But I'd be very surprised if if this fit doesn't work if they bring in a fourth coach to pair with Trey. Considering and let don't get me wrong because Trey is an offensive talent. He's a generational offensive talent honestly mm-hmm. with the things he can do um you I, it just goes back to those questions about hey what are ways that you can play with these pieces different from just like hey i'm gonna be ball dominant dominant and i'm just gonna run a high pick and roll i'm out so i'm gonna get to the lane whatnot um that off ball stuff you're looking for so um roster construction wise you hit it on the nail um i kind of agree you see a lot of mirroring pieces considering what quinn snyder coached in in utah so hopefully you know it's kind of more of a hit the ground running thing and he's a great culture coach is also what i'd say i know culture is like one of those things that get thrown around as like a cliche but his time in utah i mean cut off like maybe pre-covid um that those teams were tightly knit top in the west typically they had trouble running into certain teams and certain matchups i mean you don't have the rudy gobert um matchup issues that you see there but you have similar guys like clint capella john collins he's a offensive big um i don't know if there's a trade really that'll be there considering they tried to move him before the trade deadline and they weren't getting the value they were looking for um on that end so i mean we'll see where they go i mean end of the day i think it still starts with trey um you already heard Again, I mean, you kind of knew it was the vibe that just like the vibe there's off and Trey's not necessarily like a top leader, or a guy who really cares about, you know, and once again, this is all on quotes because it could all be wrong. I'm sure Trey Young be like, suck my dick, um, but um, not necessarily a guy who's like, hey, how am I going to make my team better? He's just kind of doing Trey things. So, I mean, we'll see. He's still good for like a good 27 for you. It's just like with. The issues he has defensively, I don't know. I don't. I have. I have um, the Hawks. Like they might be able to push for a six seed tops. I think realistically they'll probably finish in the plan. Um, but I'm not expecting noise. They they really buckled in off that Eastern Conference Finals run. We had questions. They got killed by Miami, and I still have questions. So yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> You know, there's still something to be said about the backcourt of, of Trey and Dejounte to see how that works. You know, you know, maybe give it one more year under Snyder. Maybe unlock something. You know, Mitchell had his best years under Snyder, but we'll see. We'll see. Um, uh, let's see. Coming into this week, unless you have something else that you want to touch on before the break or that during to happen during the break. Oh, no, that was, like, the main things from break and, like, the right off the All-Star game. I have some current stuff going forward I want to go over with you, but that that was my main bullet points, honestly. Oh, for sure, for sure. Um, 
I think we'll we'll start it off with the the hottest team in the NBA right now with the Milwaukee Bucks currently on a 16 game win streak. I don't know Giannis if you saw my eyes get white with, there for a second. Yeah, <laughs> he's uh, he's dealing with a couple little lingering nagging injuries. I had him in and out a couple games, but with or without him, they they still be chugging along. You know, you want to go touch on the Bucks on their 16 game win streak. They're really starting to feel like Thanos, right? <laughs> like, just a little bit, like, it's just inevitable. Because they spent yeah. most of the season without Chris Middleton. We still haven't seen the fully realized version of Chris Middleton. He's come back on a minute's restriction. But since he's come back in his seven games, they haven't lost, obviously. They were winning nine before. He's only giving them about 16, six, and four. He hasn't found the three ball yet. He's shooting 29% since he's come back. Um, so you feel like that's just kind of percolating in the background. They had some games without Drew Holiday. Um, Drew Holiday also had a game where he carried without Giannis. Um, so it's literally just the guys that we were worried about. And my biggest questions in the preseason was like, <clears throat> hey, I don't know if they have the depth in the backcourt um, in the shooting they need to kind of play with wings and whatnot. And they just shut me all the way the fuck up. Um, Javon Carter's been um a big like uh, almost like an epiphany type player with the what he can offer point of attack and on ball Grayson Allen doing Grayson Allen things Pan Connaughton's been good Joe Ingles has been looking good considering he's 35 and coming off an ACL injury Wes Matthews and then of course you have Brooke uh Brooke Lopez um playing in the drop for them that base coverage is so good let's Giannis just kind of linger around weak side and just kind of like I'm gonna you know just be a disruptor on the back end and Brooke can block guys at the rim so I mean, for all the love I've given to Boston and whatnot in the, um, this year, and just kind of like, oh, they're they're a complete team. Tatum's made a jump. They're first in the East. So point differential at 4.1, 16 straight, and Antetokounmpo is even 100. percent He played a he played one possession in the All Star game. So I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I will say not the best team in the East, but the best team in the NBA by far. You know, they're they're giving it to you on, on both ends, like you said, with Brooke playing his his drop coverage and, and Giannis being able to free roam and come on weak side block and weak side help. And it's it's insane what they're doing. On top of that, they got Drew Holiday um, on top of your best ball handler pressuring him the full game. So Milwaukee's definitely going to be a tough out. You know, it's, I'm I'm still a little a little nervous to their their outside shooting. You know, come come playoffs, we really need those Carter threes, Connington threes, those Grayson Allen threes to hit for sure. You know, I know Milwaukee's offense sometimes goes stagnant in the half court, and you know uh, Middleton was kind of that guy to beat that a little bit with you know tough post moves or you know tough jumpers over good defense. So if he's not hitting, you and you know you know they will go stagnant. Where's kind of like that that spark going to be coming from? I really like the um, what's it called Jay Crowder pickup, you know for sure to come in as well play that same similar three and D role. You know I, I can want to guard your best player, give Giannis a couple possessions off. You know for sure throw me on him, whatever. I'm in here shooting my corner threes, wing threes. I really like that, but you know. I, I think for them to hundred percent when they they're they're going to need that that Middleton, you know they they're going to need his 
20 to Giannis's 40 because you can't stop him. It's, it's coming. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and even with uh, – I mean, there, there are shooters that have been playing well. Javon Carter shooting 41%, Allen 40%, Brooke 38%, uh, Holiday 38%, um, all those guys shooting about four to five threes a game. Um, Ansu Kumpo having a down year by his standards with the jumper, but he's still shooting it once in a while just to keep defenses honest. But it just feels like they're one of those teams that are in such a set that they go along in the motion sometimes. And yeah, they stagnate on on def- on offense once in a while. They struggle to beat Boston without Tatum and Brown before the All-Star break. But I mean, I don't want to see him in seven. No one wants to see him in seven. So I mean, they... That just seems like a penciled in deep run, if not finals team going forward. Yeah. Um, We're going to be on that inevitable train between that matchup between Milwaukee and uh, the Knicks. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? (laughs) Excuse me. (laughs) I thought that was a good transition to the second hottest team. (laughs) (laughs) What are we doing, bro? That was. That was that was the host, you know. You, I gave you, I gave you the look. I was about to throw it off the glass, bro, and I was like, just send it up. I was about to, um, real quick, we'll get into everyone else. But the second hottest team in the East on a seven in the league, I think. Anyone else? Yep, yep, in the league because they have the second longest win streak. The New York motherfucking Knicks. Uh, Justin, what, what have you seen from the outside looking in? And I'll give you a little bit more. I think the, the the biggest, most slept on trade of the whole, Give it to you him. know, uh, trade deadline was the pickup of Josh Hart. Mm-hmm. It, it just like I don't know if it's him and Brunson bringing back their old Villanova ways, but I promise you, Brunson came on, or excuse me, Hart got got on the team, and Brunson went into a different animal mode. It was like, oh, y'all going to hold me on the All Star game? Watch this, 30, 35, 40. You know, just to drop another forty piece on the on the Nets last night, he's absolutely playing on fire. Your defense is is, is looking really well. I'm liking what you guys are doing on the defensive end for there. Randall's all star. You know, he's he's carrying the load. You know, it's a, um, the pressure's off him to to not score as much with Brunson taking some of the load off and but he you know, is scoring Barrett there way, as well. just as much, way more. Carry on. Sorry, I got excited. I'm sorry. No, no, hundred percent, hundred percent. You know, you guys currently on seven game win streaks in fifth seed in the East. You know, yeah. what, what, what we think? We can we can catch right. Cavs, catch the catch the Celtics. What's I'm gonna I'm gonna put some I'm, put, I'm gonna put some I'm gonna put some gas on on this fire real quick. I'm gonna burn real bright and then I'm gonna bring it back down. Okay. So um so since the Knicks changed to their nine man rotation when everyone's like saying free Cam Reddish. On December 4th, so about half a season. The Knicks, I'm going to give you some numbers. First in offensive rating at 120.7. First in point differential. Um, they're plus 244 over that span. Um, and first in net rating at 6.2. Wow. <sighs> Jalen Brunson, you said, oh, since Josh Hart came in, maybe he's channeling like, oh, Villanova days. I um, Since in 2023, Josh Hart... I mean, Jalen Brunson, 28.6 on 51% shooting, five assists, 5.7 assists, four boards, and 46% from three. And he has the second most points to a Damian Lillard in the NBA. 
Sorry, that was so sick. I had to cough real quick. So, I mean, so Josh Hart, um, I was worried about the trade initially because I was like, what is he going to look like? Um, He hasn't been able to shoot. He's been um, a glove fit over there. And this is all with Julius Randle. He's averaging about 28. Him and Brunson um, actually last month um, were averaging like 54, which is like the most by a duo in the NBA so far this year. Um, So just really good things coming from him. and this is all to say with RJ Barrett, um, fan base turning on him a little bit, but I'm also I'm the Brunson deal, which everyone was shitting on, it's overpay, allows RJ Barrett to work through those slumps. And it's not a pressure for him to be like, hey, RJ, we need you to be a one this night. We need you to be a second best scorer this night. RJ can just, you know, focus on getting right for the playoffs. So really fun, exciting things over there. I told you prior to the season, I would be happy with the sixth seed. We look like we're going to be firmly within that. 560 for sure. Brooklyn going down. We're a game and a half back of Cleveland. And that's looking like that'll most likely be the matchup in the first round. And I think both franchises kind of want that. Um, do I see us making a run to do, be? Do, do you want that? Do yes. You... Yes. Okay. okay. Yeah. Because I mean, like, one uh, killer on the, on the Cavs. If, 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 who I'm most worried about on that team because. I mean, the most person I'm most worried about on that team is Evan Mobley, and if he, he's able to um, negate some of Julius's what he does, Julius's because what's scary about the Cavs is that back line. You got Jared Allen and Evan Mobley playing off of each other. I mean, Jalen Brunson can still mm-hmm. get his. Um, Donovan Mitchell, of course, is fucking terrifying to play against, regardless. But Brunson's been playing at a level as well that it's like uh, it's. Yeah, so I mean, the scariest thing about that would be like, okay, Mobley on Julius, um, Julius is jumper when he to still stay going, he'd have to be still aggressive. But I mean, it's a good matchup. I mean, do I see them making? I mean, and Josh Hart even said, like, hey, we want to make a deep run, we don't want to just like, oh, make the playoffs, we want to make a playoff run. Um, cats. I think Mark Katz, um, he had a report that the vibes are immaculate in New York right now, which you never hear about the team. I'm, honestly, this is the most excited I've been to watch the Knicks since, like, that 2012 run with Melo. No. Or you, you with guys are, yeah. You guys are playing, like, really, really good basketball. I, I've even peeped a couple of games. I was like, damn, am I, am I watching a Knicks game right now? It just, it just felt so, like, unreal. I'm like, wow, this is, like, yep. like you said, good basketball. Like, Brunson, mm-hmm. I like Brunson's uh, pick-and-roll game with uh, Randall. They got something going there. And then even if like all those other guys have an off night, you know, don't don't sleep on the quicklies, you know, don't sleep on the grimes, you know, don't sleep on the the Jericho Sims and his left and his athleticism. Mitchell Robinson's still there, you know, hundred percent. You know, I used to pray for times like this, Justin. And, and once again, the, the best thing about it, so our average starting lineup is our a- average player age is 24 on the team. So before the season, I know we got into it a bunch um, about like, oh, Diamond Mitchell and whatnot. And I was like, well, it, we'd be gutting the team and our future prospects to get another guy. So, I mean, it's an attractive spot to me right now. The team looks good. They're having fun. So, I mean, and once again, um, we, we're going to have to make it out to one eventually. But there's nowhere else in the league that's like playing in the fucking mecca that is MSG. Exactly. So, I mean. It's insane. 
So we'll see. I mean, yeah. I think a first round with Cleveland, I mean, we'd probably still be underdogs just given just the offensive talent and, you know, those, those guys, their, their front line is also scary. I think we're a deeper team, but they have some guys that can neutralize. But I think that'd be a good chess match in the first round for sure. So, um, yeah, next talk. There, there we go. Yeah, no, I think you hit it right on the head. Like, I'm looking at it now, and I'm like, I, I don't want to say it all. It boils down to Julius, but if if, they, if they're really limiting him, I feel like that that kind of hurts your whole offense as a, as a whole. It's weird. I, it, it's crazy it's just because, like, like, watching Brunson, he can just get to whatever fucking spot he wants. Like, I slept on Brunson wants, going yeah. into it because, like, is he really? And he just... He's been lights out since he got there. So I mean, and anything below like mid uh, the free throw line, it's like left hand fluid or right. It's wet every time, hundred percent. Little little mid range, right, where, wherever he wants. So I'm a, the lefty is mm-hmm. doing things in New York, bro. It's beautiful. Um, but yeah, 100%. I'm off my I'm off my soapbox. That is, that is my um my next talk. Um, real quick, you want to get into something that's close to your heart, maybe? Um, some MVP discourse. How you feel about it? <laughs> Um, you know, current the current favorite right now to win back to back to back MVP is currently Nikola Jokic, and I, I I think he's he's slightly running away with it. You know, this man has the Nuggets currently number one in the West with you know a nice like four or five uh, or six wins up on the next uh, team, the Grizzlies. So I think if we can continue to be number one in the West for the rest of the season. He averages a triple-double. I think they're going to get it. He's going to win another one. My only thing when it comes to him is I feel like he's starting to become heavily disrespected because if he hasn't had crazy playoff success or even the one time he did was a deep run in the bubble and everybody feel like they talked about the bubble some type of way. You know, so... With this West being wide open, I, I feel like we have a good as enough chance as anyone to come out the West. But I feel like in order for any of his MVPs to be like, okay, you deserved it, at the very least, he has to make the finals. So to get the respect he deserves. I think that's the frustrating part <laughs> for me because it's like MVP is a regular season award, right? Mm-hmm. So. I guess I get frustrated because, like, I think even Giannis, when he had a chance to get his third straight that year, he got hoed because they referenced, like, oh, well, he doesn't have anything playoff-wise to show it. Can we really put his name with that? If anything, I guess you should be upset last year that he won, that Jokic put in. He was still undeniably great, but they were a six seed. So, historically, mm-hmm. usually, for you to win MVP, you have to be top player on a top team in your division. This year, it's harder for me to really make an argument because I'm just like, he's the best player on the best team and they're noticeably worse without him. And not that there's not other situations where you see that as well with Joel Embiid, Giannis again, as always whatnot, but it's really hard to make a case to me, at least this year that he doesn't deserve it. And now you're seeing guys get into it like, Oh, well, he's not a defensive all-star. I'm just like, well, no, but he does what he does. Well, so well. And then, of course, you get the talking heads talking about, oh, well, it's because he the only time All-Stars make it that um, that win that aren't leading the league in scoring or some shit. They're white, shit like that. So it's just like a very toxic space, I feel like, to talk about. Like, I'm cool with, like, hey, if you're a Joel Embiid guy, yeah, dude, you can't really go fucking wrong with what he's been doing. If you're a Giannis guy, okay, cool. 
I, I guess I just feel like it's disingenuous to be kind of like, oh, when Russ was hitting triple doubles or whatever that one year, like everyone was riding. I was like, his MVP year, I think everyone was okay with him winning MVP, and his knock was that he was a six seed. And I feel like most of the vitriol came later, like the following years, when it was like, oh, yeah, he's putting up numbers, but he's stat padding. I don't think Jokic really gives a shit about it necessarily. He just kind of hoops. I don't think he's like chasing stats or anything. I think it's just like every year we have the conversations about, well, this guy is this guy and fuck that other. It's like the whole tearing down to make a case for your guy. Like if you want to make a case for someone, make a fucking case based on what the fucking player does. And maybe we'll disagree, but it doesn't have to turn into like kind of like mudslinging, I feel like. No, for sure. I I think. Like you said the biggest things going against Jokic is like he just gets the job done. There's 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 nothing flashy about it. You know, you, you turn on Sports Center any given night and they're never showing Jokic highlights because they're 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 layups, they're they're little putbacks, you know, they're crazy assists this way. He's just making the right basketball play every every time down. And it's it's borderline unstoppable. It's it's beautiful to watch, you know, as a just a basketball fan, you just see all the uh, pr- uh, pressure he puts on opposing defenses. It's like, okay, you put the small on me. All right, well, I'm, I'm 270, you know, a footer. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and eat. You bring the double, I'm a top five passer in the in the league. You know, I, I see over all the doubles. I'm hitting Porter Jr., Jamal Murray for, for corner threes that no one's seeing, you know. But – yeah, this man's not doing windmills, 360s. He, he's not dunking it. He's not going over people. So he's never going to get that that highlight MVP kind of love, you know. Typically, people think of MVP as like, oh, he was 100% like the best player in the league, you know. Like if you look at years past, like LeBron's one or or, or, or Giannis one is like, okay, like, people can see like that that's the best player you know you see the things that they're doing there they're flying through the air you know they're doing this they're doing that and then it just hit Jokic after like a 20-year span of like good MVPs it was like okay um I like it and then he won another one they're like all right I I I get it you know it's it's there and now he's about to win a third and now people like wait a minute what's going on you know this this man's stat pattern like is it is it stat pattern? You know, he's he's playing every game, you know, which in the years past you you disqualified players for oh, they didn't play this many games. So we really can't, you know, give it to Embiid, you know, kind of like last year. But he's giving you 24, 12, and 10. I I don't know what there is to hate. I don't know what there is to not like. You know, like you said, you don't have to, oh well. Giannis is the the best defender in the league, so he should win MVP on top of that. And I'm like, uh, like you said, I, I get it. It's a great argument, but we're not going to sit here and be like, diminish this man for averaging a triple-double calling it stat pattern while we're number one in the West. And we need every point bucket rebound that he gets. And, yeah, you can see how they're noticeably worse when he's not on the court. And that's not, like, a cop-out so either bad. because some of the numbers used to justify it, I'm just kind of like, just because you're throwing out warp and shit doesn't mean necessarily, like, okay, he's leading it, but it's like, you can cherry-pick those stats. Mm-hmm. But, um, I don't know, man. I don't know, yeah, I'm not so, a fan of, I'm just not yeah. a fan of the conversations themselves, I suppose. Continuing on with their West rants, 
Let's let's go ahead and talk about the Phoenix Suns and Kevin Durant made his damn near two month return from a knee injury, and um, like my brother said, uh, I don't know if you've seen this man play basketball before, but he is really, really effing good with a nice, you know, twenty three points, six boards, and in, in twenty seven minutes, and his new running mate Devin Booker dropped thirty seven points. Seven assists, six boards, and DeAndre Ayton filled in with a nice 16 and 16. And they they look really, really good. That being said, they did play the Hornets without um, LaMelo Ball, who recently just had ankle surgery, praying for nice recovery from him and his brother. But no, just, just watching Durant on that Suns team, I'm not going to lie. It was just, I, I, I thought finals in my head. You know, without without even seeing the just seeing Durant by it, like I don't even care who else was on the court. It was just like, damn, Durant, you're the man. Like this, this is why you're still a top three, top five player in the league. Like you're so effing good. And then you just, oh shit, like we can't really double Durant or put too much pressure on him because Devin Booker is also really good, not to that level, but like he he would damn sure go off for 30, 40, You know, so. He won't be seeing them double teams that he he hated that much in the finals or open gym. So he he's gonna get that one on one coverage he wants. And the real kicker with this team for them to become successful or make a deep run is going to be DeAndre Ayton. If he can you know be good with his new you know pretty much grab boards you know a couple putbacks here and a couple pick and rolls with Chris Paul he won't get yeah. as many. Yeah, he won't get as much touches as he once was. And there was already some beef with him and the coach. Um, I think he's a smart enough player to realize he has Durant on the squad. And sometimes you just got to, you know, shut up and fill your role. But unless he's thinking I'm the number one pick player vibe, which he certainly was over Trey and Luca, But uh, he, he he's going to be huge down the rest of the um, season. Also, like the T.J. Warren pick and um, Terrence Ross additions that they have on their team for additional little bench scoring when their top guys go out. All right. So not to be a pessimist, I guess my biggest question about the Suns is um, I don't really know who anyone at point of attack scares me on that team. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I said, they, it's nit- nitpicking end of the day when you have that talent, but usually the playoffs, it turns into, hey, we need to have different solutions on get different nights depending on what's being shown to guys. So you won't see Devin Booker getting blitz in the pick and roll as much with KD there, obviously, or just to get the ball out of his hands. Because, yeah, there's another guy there in decision makers there that can swing the ball around and find the open man. Um, who's getting into the paint over there? Like, are they just – is the diet just going to be pretty much, hey – uh, Chris Paul, mid-range elbow jumpers, jumpers mid range jumpers, all, threes. All, all middies, yes, all all middies. But also, the what I'm really banking on is is the coaching of uh, Monty, Monty Will to just you know, will will that team just whatever like, they got to do, like last year, whatever must be done different. You got the rent, that's that, that's all I can say. Like, it's not we, much to go on. I really saw that team got shredded. When I say shredded, they got stunned, like little boy to the all the way to the ground. Like it was, I turned it off by six minutes left in the first. It was crazy. The, the Suns had me triggered, triggered off season where quarter. I went in for like five minutes on, the, on their ass just about that team. But 
I mean, like I said, isn't it picking end of the day? Um, I mean, they have talent. They're better than they were last year. I mean, you had KD to a team. It's just, I don't know. That 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 for me, that's the biggest thing. If you can't got put teams into the blender and whatnot, and you hit sets. I mean, we've seen Phoenix go into a space where it's like, okay, what we're trying to create isn't working, and we've seen KD separately be like, okay, KD, teams are taking away this. They're blitzing you here. We need a bucket, and they make it uncomfortable for him. Of course, that was Boston last year, but it's been done. So I guess my my concern is if you get into a game or you get into a shootout or you get into, you know, against another top-tier team and your jumpers aren't hitting, what's your solutions? Is it a DeAndre Aiden post-up? Is it, okay, pick and pop if they're living with, like, okay, we're just like Chris Paul, stay in front of us. He's not going to beat us anywhere. We're going to take those other guys away. Is it, is it Chris Paul? Is Chris Paul going to be able to – that's my, that's my question more than anything because yeah, I don't really I, see who I, on that team can, like, put the ball on the floor, get down. into space, and break down the defense. No, for sure. I, I definitely hear you on that. They definitely need Chris Paul. Maybe not all the time, but definitely he needs to come through that one and or two games per series where, you know, he has that – Nothing crazy, like just that 15 and 11, you know, that two, two and 11 is, is, is not going to cut it. It was a, you know, three point game against Fiend or Charlotte going into the, the fourth or with like 10 minutes left in the fourth. And that's that's Charlotte, like you said. So they definitely have some questions there defensively. I'm just playing my flag on. I seen Kevin Durant by himself will a Nets team, the game seven versus Giannis and their complete team. And I just want to say that this Suns team is, is better than that Nets team. Okay. So that, that's, that's where I'm at. Oh, that's, I, I do want to get into the standings and playoff position and what those matchups could look like anyway later. So that, that, that's fair. Like I said, the talent's there. Don't get me wrong. It's like, it, they're definitely one of those teams. If I see them in the finals, they'd be like, well, no, no, no shit. They have those guys there. That's just my, you know, if I'm going to, hey, find a reason to, like, be, like, or, like, you know when, like, uh, sweaters, they have, like, that one piece of yarn coming out, you're like, hey, what's this? And you pull on it. Yeah, then it's just, like, gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's my one concern, but we'll see, because they're probably going to try bringing Kyrie in the summer anyway. Um, anyway, that being said, um, Lakers uh, made some deals um, offseason. We touched on them a little bit, and since then... Uh, LeBron James is out for three weeks. He's going to be revisited again because God is cruel, apparently. Um, AD was out the other day. D'Lo's been out for a couple games. Um, Lakers, are they dead in the water, Justin, in the West? Or do you think they can piece together a run to maybe get in the play-in? As of today, they are a game back of New Orleans and Utah, who are 9-10 and 10 respectively, and in eighth is Minnesota, um, a game and a half up. As as much as I really was excited for the Lakers and their new uh, midseason acquisitions of D'Lo and and Vanderbilt and uh, Malik Beasley and actually guys that can shoot and, and space the floor for LeBron and kind of elevate him and his recipe to make it to the finals. But Just then, like their uh, basic roster construction. You know what, you, what he's been asking for the last 20 years. But... Um, it really, really bummed my heart when uh, he went out and he's currently dealing with a foot sprain or a ligament sprain in his foot. So he's going to be out at least two, three weeks. I think they said they were revisiting three. 
Yeah, you know, so it's like we're a game and a half, two games from potential playing. I just I just don't know if I can believe in, in Anthony Davis to be there these next 15, 20 games. To not, nothing crazy, just, you know, his typical – give me your typical 26, 27, 28 with your 10, 11 boards and good defense. If you can give me that, and then they have hope to maybe make the play in because he, he's that good of a player for sure. But if he's, you know, on his on and off, you know, it's it's going to be tough. It's it's an up-road battle. You know, I don't know how many games Austin Reeves is going to come through with 15-20 or Schroeder coming through with 15-20. You know, it, it's, it's good to have those guys that can do it occasionally, but when we need it down the stretch, it's – it's tough to be like, all right, we have seven guys that can do it. Which one is it going to be this night? I don't know, man. I think AR fifteen. I think you can. I think you can fill in for the king over the next couple of weeks. <laughs> um, no, it's going to be tough. It's frustrating because you saw the roster there and you saw the guys in. Like, don't get me wrong, it's not uh-huh. like a top end roster, but it's like, hey, LeBron's been doing this a while. And he's pretty great. AD, if he can get back to his MVP form, you've seen flashes of it. Um, I mean. If you can get AD and D'Lo in, do you feel like there's a way they can hold serve enough? Because it's those other teams in front of them, I, I feel was, like they're I was really, really scared of the the Lakers. Like, as even as a Nuggets fan, I was like, I didn't, I do not want to see them. I don't, I don't even care if they're the eighth seed. Like, you know, not saying there's any Jokic stopper, but AD's a great guy to, to throw at them and bother them with with length and size, you know, and like you said, LeBron James, I never want to bet against LeBron James. And if guys can hit open shots where he's delivering them the ball, like I've seen Beasley hit shots. I've seen D'Lo get hot. You know, Vanderbilt can come and play defense. Like they they definitely at least had a recipe where I can, I can see like how they can maybe make a run. But if LeBron James is not playing, I, I – I don't, so you, I don't know if I can you, bet on AD like that, man. You think it's tough for them to like close the gap in the play-in or like see you not a hundred percent on that? That's yeah, I mean that's fair. Let's, let me let me look up their their next like next five. Okay, I'll let you I'll let you do that. <laughs> um, let me know how you. We'll go into playoffs and like those matches yeah, 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 and how look. fun that can be. Um, so look, tomorrow they got the real quick. Tomorrow they have okay, see. the Timberwolves. What you what you think? Oh, they got the Timberwolves already tomorrow? Did I just miss that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought they were out. He was they out Friday against the Timberwolves. Yeah, you're right. I'm smoking. <laughs> it's all good. So what you got? had me fucked up. They put uh, Russell will not play Friday against the Thunder, but it's the Timberwolves. So, yeah, that's my bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. You're good. Go ahead. Call it. Just the next five. So, you, so what I'm hearing is you're a big believer in Minnesota now. Go ahead. I'm asking you. Their next five off rip. Their team right now, let's say, assume Anthony Davis plays. No LeBron. And D'Lo's out Friday. Um, so probably Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Okay, next game, they got the Warriors. Warriors. Okay, next game, they got the Grizzlies. Even though they just beat the Warriors. Um, next game, they got the Grizz. Yeah, uh-huh. Grizz. Grizz. Okay, and then I can see it. Maybe they got the Raptors after that. Like, we on the skids. They just got well the thrill, bro. They just got well the thrill. 
Exactly. So, and then after that, they got the Knicks. So, where you tell me, Will, I'm not, I'm really not trying could to shoot win. on them, Will. They, I think they I'm could win really two to three games if the cards fall right. But, I mean, it's going to be tough. And it, it's going to depend on D'Lo being back. But, yeah, LeBron not being there, that that might be a problem. But we'll, we'll see because they the might. You, are, you, you, you skipped AD and it was like, damn, they need D'Lo back. That, that well, no, because. I don't believe in them. No, it's not. <laughs> it's like I know what AD can give on the night tonight. Don't get me wrong. He's averaging like 26 and 12 quietly, all right? And. Yeah, like don't get like don't don't sleep, and we'll get into like I do want to talk a little bit about like injuries and kind of like perceptions of dudes a little bit later, but D'Lo needs to be is is the guy I'm more keyed in on because it's like I know what AD can give me. I know AD before he went down was looking like an MVP damn near start of the year. So Mm -hmm. I mean, we'll we'll see. I'm I'm just saying I let's see him in the plane. That's that's all I want to say. Let's see him in the plane. So, no, for sure. Like I said, if if, if, if it's that Denver matchup, I'm gonna blame you. If Denver has the Lakers one eight seed, I'm watching all games with Williams. Williams he said, dead in the every game. Like he said, <laughs> LeBron James comes back last day of the season, and they make it into the plan with a buzzer beater. From Austin Reeves, here we go. First, they win both playing games. They are the eighth seed. Jokic, bring that ass here in this action. <laughs> that, that, that's that's going to be the next one we drink to. It's Austin Reeves with the nice like twelve and five off the twelve five and five off the bench. <laughs> We're gonna have to commission a bottle of a uh, McCarty one fifty one just for that matchup. Oh, <laughs> Uh, a drink a quarter. Um, so, <laughs> all right, moving forward. So we'll monitor the Lakers going forward. I'm sure you will hear all about yeah. the Lakers going forward. They're they're decently covered. Um, you want to talk about Paul George? Wait, so I, before I do that, I got one more important. So oh, okay. can we get a quick shout out to the Sacramento Kings? They were like first time we're above 10, uh, five, 10 games above 500 since 2003. <laughs> Why are you laughing, bro? But anyway, please tell me that they are going to win a playoff series, Will. Please. I need it. I, I, what I, I will think say, it's safe to say they're, they're going to make the playoffs, but now I need them to make win a playoff series. You're, I know I'm ahead of myself, but you sold me. <laughs> you're, you're, you're skipping script, but um, no, I'm hype. And like I said, I wasn't big on Sacramento coming into the season. What's been fun about them? is and this is what the downturn in shooting with from Kevon Arthur, who has been a big piece for them, is they are damn near elite offensively all year. Their defense has not been good. It's been pretty bad um all year, but they're so great offensively that it's evens out and they are the three seed. And they're not three seed like snuck up. Um who is it? Uh Mike Brown before was talking before you know games got back rolling um all their matchups post All-Star game is like a bunch of guys who are going to be gunning for them and gunning for their three seed and gunning for their position. And so far coming off um, All-Star break, they've been doing well. Um, they be in uh, OKC a couple times. They dropped the game against the Suns. Sorry. No, yeah, sorry. That that That's a total fucking lie. They won four straight to start off. So they beat Portland, straight, beat Clippers, yeah. OKC, OKC. So going forward, they have Clippers tomorrow. They have Minnesota on Saturday. Then you're going to see Nola, Knicks, Phoenix, Milwaukee, Chicago, Brooklyn, Washington. So a bunch of teams who are in the playoff mix. So, I mean, shout out to Sacramento. 
they're doing the thing. They're doing the thing well. De'Aaron Fox is playing like a beast. Sabonis has been playing. He's he's slept on. I think everyone knows he's good, but I don't think everyone realizes how good he is. And they're just a fun team. Um, I we'll get into matchups, but I mean, they're definitely a team of just like I mean, their biggest knock is that they haven't been there, and they're young. And playoffs typically you see game slow down and teams key in on like your actions and whatnot. But I mean, if you told me like they want a first round series, I I can't fully bet against it. And you know, Sacramento is going to be live for those match for their playoff game, their first home game. That is going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy. (laughs) That first beat, that first playoff beam. Woo. Thick. Girthy. (laughs) And and it's it's 20 years. They might have Pablo himself out there, bro. Just, I'm just saying there are people in Sacramento (laughs) who were born and they've never seen their team good. They're like Chris Weber. Who's that? Doug Christie? Mike Bibby? Oh, yeah, you played for the Hawks, right? And they're they're on the precipice of seeing their first playoff basketball. Not even their first playoff game is, knock on wood, going to be a home game. (laughs) Like, like, bro. Yeah. Bro, like that's, Sacramento that's to incredible. the moon, bro. And whoever put that Sacramento NBA final bet, they've been probably been putting it every year since like $300, whatever. This is the year, bro. <laughs> Shout out to them, bro. They deserve all the good things. They're no longer the forgotten child in California, bro. Go, go, Sac, bro. Big Sac vibes over here, bro. I think the craziest thing was them and. Um, we might have touched on it a little bit before the season. I think I can honestly say that this is might have been the only ever like win-win trade. Like they got the bonus and they traded away Halliburton, and it was just like, but why? Like you know, there was talks. Me, even myself included, I was like, if anything, I, I might would have kept Halliburton. Like he's he's younger. Like you, we've been running this Fox train for like you know six, seven, eight years now, and it's no no playoff appearances at all. And then it's new coach, Sabonis, and like you said, number one rated offense in the league, third in the West, going to make a playoffs for the first time in 20 years. Like, Mike Brown, hands down, 100% coach of the year. Like, that's that's incredible. Like, I've, I've never seen anything like that. Yeah, yeah. it's The turnaround's been crazy. I didn't buy in after last year. They kind of flopped trying to make the play in, but, I mean – and they're fun to watch. Like if you if you're on the fence about watching a Kings game, I find myself rewatching a lot of games. Most of the games I've been rewatching lately have been just Sacramento games over the last two months because I'm just kind of like when I go back, oh, okay, this game was on. Okay, this game was on. I was just like, I kind of wanted to see more of that. They're a great, great, fun team, and they're a com- they're a winning team. They're ten games over yeah. five hundred in the West. So I mean, yeah, big purple vibes. You know, fuck it. No, for sure, for sure. But uh, like you said, uh, you want to maybe touch up on that other team in in LA, those Clips. Oh, you trying to you trying to keep it moving over there? We'll we'll get into the standards a little bit later. I want to get into my PG bullshit. Oh, the, the... <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, man, come on, you're, you're ready though. You're on it. You're like, come on, I'm trying to eat. Um, yeah, go for it. What we got? So what you sent me the coach? clip. So Paul George, um, he was on JJ Reg's podcast. Great listen. Um, sec, my second favorite basketball play podcast, probably. Um, George, Paul George pretty much said, uh, I'm confident with who I am. I'm confident with what I can do. The game's been good to me. Blah blah blah. I made money. I haven't won at A level. I haven't won in high school. Won in college, NBA. Um, 
if you're that guy, it's like, how do I win? Like, what do I have to do to win? It means being a piece and not the whole piece that is what it is. So pretty much it's kind of like he recognizes that his best chance of winning a chip is being a secondary piece. So, Justin, what are your thoughts? Because you already kind of touched on it a little bit with me. Yeah, no. Just hearing it for the first time, I I literally had to hear it like a couple of times to just like, understand you know i i get the premise of where he's coming from but you know just the mindset of a just a basketball player i feel like you just got to be a little like hype yourself up like oh yeah i'm the man like even if you don't really believe it you gotta believe it because if if not you then then who kind of thing but it's just weird to see a player, especially of his caliber, multiple all-star games, you know, top 15, 20 player in the league, plays both ends of the court, you know, can give you 30, you know, 40 at times for sure, for him just to fully flat out and say like, yeah, you know, if I if my end goal is really this championship, I'm not the answer at like, the head of the snake kind of thing. And it just, it, it threw me. It was, it was a little weird, you know, not to compare everybody to the late great Kobe Bryant, but he would never say some bullshit like that. Yeah. I mean, so I guess, and I'll, I'll push back on it a little bit is that I don't think it's not, he's already done it individually to a level. He's been the guy on teams. He even when the Clippers made their East, their Western conference final runs, other, um, not last season, the year before, was it? Um, it was him who did it. it he was mm-hmm. carrying that team. They went six against Phoenix. So I'm just like, I get what you mean from like a confidence and competing standpoint. Um, I'm also just kind of like Dwayne Wade did that shit in Miami. He just didn't vocalize it out loud. Um, that's that's my point. Like you can, if you need that LeBron or 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 Giannis or, or whoever it is you know and you just be that that other guy or the, the Robin if you if you want to be Scotty Pippen that's fine but I've never heard Scotty Pippen be like you know hey he's like don't forget about me I'm still that man too like I'm over here all me and I'm like ooh, he just was like I, yeah. Paul George is I an all-star know. Paul George has been all NBA a couple times. Like, I, I think the biggest thing I took from it is that he said that, like, he's confident in himself. And considering where Paul George was um, a couple years ago when he had his struggles with, like, mental health and whatnot, I don't, I'm not, I, I, I'm not, I, I, I think it's an interesting insight. And I'm glad that he's able to share that. But I'm not kind of just like, uh, man, Paul George is on like some beta, beta male bullshit or some shit. I'm just like, he, no, I'm, he I'm, said, I'm he not, said, I'm, give you fucking 40 and lock up your best guy if it really comes oh down to God. it. So I, I'm just I, like, I, I, I think he's just, in a, in a that's why I'm just like, he's still, he's, he's still a beast. So I think, yeah, he's dealt with that. And like he said in the quote, he hasn't won at a level. I mean, even coming out of college, he was uh, coming, going into college, he was, um, wasn't like a top recruit and coming into NBA, I think it was like, what, 13th bit or something like that. Um, so, I mean, I think it's just like realization he's on the other side of 30 now, just kind of like best shot going forward. Yeah. Deferring to a guy like Kawhi Leonard, it's not the worst thing in the world to do. So. 
Yeah, I, I feel like my, my last final point is... <laughs> Justin's just like, yeah, you, but pussy! <laughs> no, no. <laughs> you, 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 think, you think Kawhi, his whole career was like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm Kawhi Leonard, I'm leading my team to the chip. It just kind of, like, happened, you know? Well, Kawhi Leonard's a robot, so, I mean, he doesn't even feel, bro. So, like, yeah, if, yeah. You, if you have a, a T300 series at home, like, yeah, second fill it to him, dude. Yeah, do your Terminator shit, bro. Fuck yeah. Nah, <laughs> Yo, it's really hitting this year, bro. That's crazy. <laughs> Steve Ballmer, this you, bro? Microsoft making fucking Skynet robots over here, motherfucker? Because <laughs> Kawhi Leonard's not a human being, bro. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, he, he he's different out there. But uh, like I said, shout out, shout out to Paul George for being open enough to share with the world. Like you said, he was getting a lot of criticism, especially for his pandemic. You know, yeah. Play, yeah. Playoff performances, all that, you know, for sure. Took it took a toll on him. You know, I feel like overall the media forgets that these people are actually human beings and have lives and wives and kids and families that they have to go home to and can't be calling guys vampires and things of that nature you it's know fucking crazy because... bro i'm just like the amount of <laughs> people say that like you probably get jumped for is like insane to me i'm just like and then oh, when man. players react like people win because it's like oh yeah how can you do it? i'm just like speaking of guys reacting and um actually having, uh, acting out of pocket i'm saying that but like um how are things in memphis bro you heard about your boy john Morant? Yo, he's he's really scaring me, man. I need someone. <laughs> I need someone to do that he's, eight mile <laughs> uh, rap. It's yeah. like uh, John Morant's parents have a real nice marriage because I'm just like, bro, what the fuck are you doing? Yo, <laughs> I, I feel like every day, like I'm, I'm getting scared. I'm gonna hear like a Ricky, like, <laughs> John, like why? I was ready Why for are we it. putting ourselves in these situations, Mister Morant? Like, fuck, bro, bro, you two hundred mil. Like, as as someone that that grew up in a in a struggling household, the number one thing you want to do growing up in the hood is get out the hood. So it blows my effing mind that he has two hundred mil and it's like, oh, let me ride around and do hood shit with my hood friends. It, it it's fucking crazy and I, I don't have a way to verify it but it's like the craziest thing is like i don't think he like grew up in like no bad, he's still this yeah like he had a good home like or maybe not a good childhood I, 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 like I this, this, this memphis nba young boy getting caught up in the hype like we strapped up we want all the smoke we not ducking nobody i get all that but you yourself, you're 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 bigger than that. You're you're a brand. Like that's that's what these guys are. Like you well, obviously you are John Morant for signature shoe Nike, two hundred mil. So pretty much generational wealth. To preface it, trying to get kicked out the league. So we were we we joked about it. I think last pod, and we were like, "Oh yeah, Indiana." They said they saw a red fucking beam, and now I'm just like, and now I'm just like, well, maybe because apparently, um, what was it? The two instances are one: John ja Morant's mom, um, was at a Foot Locker, got into an altercation with the employee, which how the fuck, but whatever. Um, and he slid up, and security showed up, and he was just like, "Can't wait for that boy to come out." I think they put like punched or like made contact with the security guard um just kind of like i believe it 
Yeah, mm-hmm. and then too the other Fuck, thing, for young shit. Mm-hmm. He had like a nineteen-year-old kid or like a teenage kid at his place playing ball with like one of his associates and punched the shit out of him. Apparently, like I guess the kid allegedly the kid apparently the kid threw a ball at him or some shit. So he hit the fuck out of him. Um, the kid said, um, alleged that he showed went to the house and pulled out a gun. There's nothing to corroborate it. And this is something that's on the NBA's radar anyway. So it's like nothing mm-hmm. new, but it's also just kind of like, like what? Like, what are you doing? Like, why are you putting yeah. yourself in a position to like over a pickup game in your backyard? Yeah. Or in like back. you want to fuck up a fucking footlocker employee, bro? And it, it it's crazy. He he's just got a huge endorsement deal from Power Raid. Um, so you're gonna be seeing them a lot, and I'm just like the timing can't be fucking worse. And it's also just Jeez. like, like what 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 do you have to gain? You're three seed in the West. You're trying to make a serious playoff run, and you have to hear about this, that, and third. I know that feeds into like, you know, their underdog mentality. They're not scared of no one. Don't give a fuck. But I'm just like at some point, give a fuck. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm saying like, bro, you're 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 too big. Not it's it's not just you no more, Ja. You know you got. The whole city, the whole organization, franchise, right, ride it on you, and you, you still like you, you want to live your life. I, I get that. I'm never going to tell anyone not to live their life, but sometimes you, you just got to be smarter. Pick like, your fights. You gonna fight a teenager who, 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 who's probably like doing what, mate? Like working regular jobs, like oh, or maybe you know, I don't fucking know. You invite him to your fucking house though, and you're gonna fucking hit him and a Foot Locker employee, bro. How yeah. the fuck you have bad people the Foot Locker employee? All my life, yeah. they were the coolest people. I was like, bro, you got a right. size ten and a half. I got you. What the fuck? I got you. Go check again. I said I don't got it. I'm gonna call John. <laughs> I'm just bro, saying. I, I, I totally also, got it. The shit that drives me crazy. You make enough money that if your mom needs something, or if your mom, there's not a side, you can call your agent and be like, I need eight of them bitches in two hours. And I'm pretty sure they'll fucking find a way. Like. So, yeah. why the fuck you you ride ride up with a whole ensemble to beat up one Foot Locker employee? What 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 they thought that like the Foot Locker all the employees were gonna come out and be like, hey, that's our guy. Like what the fuck? Yeah, no, no. You gonna you gonna ride around with the laser pointer and you know like the fuck? Stick. Whatever. Yeah. Nothing, nothing good happens in Memphis. No one of them tickets are eight dollars, man. I'm, I, I, Not, I swear. That barbecue be hidden, bro. I still want to go. <laughs> <laughs> we, we still got to go to a Memphis Grizz game. It's pretty cheap, bro. Um, that being said, um, let me let me real quick, and then we'll go ahead and we can do standings and playoff, whatever the fuck. Um, Justin, do you hear that? I, I think I hear a bell ringing in the background. Ding! Ding. There's no bells. <laughs> it's time for the Liberty Bell check-in with J- JB21. Justin. How are we feeling about the Philadelphia Sixers today is March 2nd. It's 10.52 p.m. And, yes, you guys did just get worked by Dallas. Carry on. Liberty Bell check-in with your boy, JB21. Our confidence rating is uh, fluctuated throughout the season, you know, maybe as high as a 7, 8, maybe as low as a 5 or a 4. Well, today, ladies and gentlemen, we're at a 2. <laughs> We had a motherfucking two because I don't know if it's me, but I just watch them and I never, I never believe. I, ne- I, <laughs> I don't know if it's coaching. I don't know if it's the, the plays we're running, but I just, I just don't believe in us as a team. Like 
I know we have the best player on the court, you know, nine times out of ten. And, you know, we 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 struggle. We we struggle mightily. And I I really see this year, like if we if we go out versus Boston or Milwaukee, I can see some serious changes happen in Philly, i.e. coach, i.e. GM, i.e. James Harden, probably not returning. I.e. maybe it bleeds like I'm tired of this shit as well. So but I hope not. Um, yeah, so since All-Star break, uh, beat Grizz, lost to the Celtics um, by three, lost to the Heat on a crazy Jimmy Butler reverse. I don't know if you saw that. I'm sorry. I saw it. I was like, ooh, that's Gross. a tough fucking beat, bro. Um, beat beat the Heat, and then you guys just lost to the Mavericks. Lost by seven, but you guys closed the lead by 12 in the fourth. I've never seen a game go from like, oh, this is a really good game, to like a fucking blowout so fast. Um, but... They're giving me a little bit because they're in win now mode. That's a championship contender, but they're giving me a little bit of a vibe of, hey, we can beat 25 teams in the league, but there's about three teams that we're going to struggle with. And I, I, I think that's worrisome to me right now. So I was just the one of the things I wanted to ask is not me like pulling your leg or anything. What do you need to see for to break out of it? Because I feel like your team's kind of locked in with you guys and your depth isn't necessarily where you want to beat guys. It has to be your top-end talent, and I don't know if you're going to get that on a night-to-night. That's, that's, that's what I'm saying. It's just like for us to really get over that hump, we're going to need that that second guy, you know, that, that Robin to the Embiid's Batman. And on a night-to-night, like, I, I, can't, I can't trust James Harden. Like, he, you know, his, his 20 and 11 or 20 and 10 are, are, are great, but – even in the flow of the offense, it's just it's weird. Tobias is having like one of the worst seasons of his career. Doesn't really know where to fit within the flow of the offense. You know, we just started bringing Tyrese Maxey back into the um, starting lineup to get an additional scoring punch. But even with that, it's just you know Maxey can't really do his thing if if Harden's out there dribbling the ball to death or just trying to run a pick and roll with Embiid every play because it's like, oh, if he's off ball, it's, it's, it's not there. It's that there's, there's not really much he's given you at this point in his career, which, you know, it's understandable. He's, you know, older player now, you know, he's one MVP, he's done it, done his thing. But, you know, for us to, to take that, that second, you know, leap, if Embiid's giving us 30, 35, 40, who's who's that other guy with 25 that I need that I could count in night in, night out? Maxi? Tobias? Tobias, Tobias is having his worst, worst season right now. We just we just, I think the last two, two, three games just started playing Maxi back in the starting lineup. <laughs> This is the most defeated yeah. you've sounded all year. Oh fuck, bro! It's 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 you know what it was. It was what game was it? Uh, we just let's lost. It was like oh, Embiid kicks out to James Harden wide open for three to win. Break. I'm like that's 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 what's gonna happen. Like I see it now. Like quadruple team Embiid, pass it to Harden or anyone else on the team, and then we're gonna need it, and it's not gonna be there. And it's I'm like yep, yep, that's fine. I knew it. And then Embiid's going to know it, too. He's like, yep, I'm tired of these hoes because, you know, this process is a long process. And I can't, I keep getting hold first team, and I can't keep being hold MVP. 
I don't even know what to feel from my guy. Um. All right. Um. Well. Uh, like even if we get the first round matchup versus the Heat, I don't even know if I believe it. I really don't. Yeah, honestly, was looking. I was like, ooh. There's three teams that have our number just in the East. I, I just feel like, it, like it, I, I, I like it versus anybody in the West. <laughs> and, like, I take my chances. But Milwaukee, Boston, and Miami, no. Don't believe in it at all. At all, ever. used to believe in Milwaukee, which is really weird. Like, you believe in them against uh, Cleveland? Yeah. But that's just because I haven't seen us lose to them yet. <laughs> I know who you have lost to this year. How about my beloved Knicks, bro? Off the glass. I'm not going to lie. I was looking. I was like, <laughs> I was like, did, 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 nah, I, I, I squint. I was like, I can see six. Um, I, can, right. I can see six for sure. For sure. I, I just give it to us because I'm like, Embiid's just that much better. No offense. But but y'all play. We don't have to do it yet. We don't have to do it yet. We don't have to do it yet. It's okay. We'll wait till April, May. Um, that being said, yeah, I wanted to go into um. Let's jump into some playoff talk real quick, just like with the position and whatnot. I won't hold you too much longer because I feel like we've been going a little bit. It's it's crazy. Like where you want to where you want to playoff talk? East playoff talk West. Let's start East because I think the West is actually the more fun one. The East, even though I I just feel like so. My 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 note is is Milwaukee and Boston inevitable or Yeah, um I I think realistically for sure one of those two but if a situation were to happen up and they they knocked each other out I think at least all the way down to you guys at 5 I can see maybe at least making the finals so, finals, excuse me. so I feel like for the most part playing, I'll start but like that. That's the, the, and I uh, got y'all above Miami. I, I don't think Miami can make a, we're like, they, they, if they match up versus us, they'd probably beat us, but whoever they play after that. <laughs> I think, I think, I think you guys can still do the thing against Miami. I think it'll be a tough series just with like what they have. Like Bam Adebayo is like a nightmare first round matchup for Embiid. I feel like with what he can do. And um, Jimmy Butler, his pure hate, I feel like, can drive you guys to seven. But your team's better. Um, but so, Tennessee, I mean, at this point, Chicago Bulls are a game and a half back of Washington for the 10th seed. Um, I feel like the plan's going to be relatively locked with these teams unless something crazy happens. Um, Bradley Beal's been playing better. Uh, Toronto looks like they're holding serve. But essentially, we have um, seven through ten, Miami, Atlanta, Toronto, Washington. Um, uh, you figure maybe Miami or Atlanta make a move for the Nets six seed, considering the Nets are on a four-game losing streak right now. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to favor Miami just because they're Miami, and we know what they can do, and it's about that time of the year when they usually start shirting things up. Um, so in, in a playing scenario, you figure maybe, let's say, let's assume it's Brooklyn-Atlanta. In that first matchup, you got Atlanta or you got Brooklyn? In the in the plan, like yeah, play, play, one game. 
I, I want to say Atlanta, but I, even with the Nets' new additions, I, I, I kind of like that team. Like, you know, it's they have to work some things out, you know, at a, at a piece or two, maybe like a, a, a start to get everybody aligned kind of thing. But I, I like the Bridges, I like the Cam, you know, Dinwiddie's a good piece. I think they're better than they've looked for sure. You know, I, I think it's just. I think they've, they've lost the game to us. Yeah. You know, um, but I, probably Atlanta. All right, so we'll lock Atlanta in as a seven, and then Toronto, Washington. Who you got? Twenty. They just played today. It was. I was watching. It was. It was a, it was a good game. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> it's crazy because I don't you can know. Flip I just... point. Yeah, you can flip the point. Yeah. You said I Bradley Bill is. Is, is starting to play to his his. Kristaps um, um, is level. probably averaging like twenty three and seven this year. No, for sure. Like Kuzma's been balling. Kristaps is, is is playing his his probably best season of the last two three. Years. Don't He's don't don't make to, him to do Dallas. anything defensively outside of just kind of like stand pat in the paint. Like don't ask him to move much. But like but, yeah, he's that's fine, you know, because he's he's tall and long. You know, he can slide a little bit. Just don't have him out there on an island versus your best player because he yeah. It, it, yeah. Don't do it. Like you ever, but, have you ever see Slenderman? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like uh the Raptors, they're they're still a little little sleepy to me. Um I like their pickup of Jakob Pertle, uh running it back with the team. They they had some some center issues and that shored up a lot of their uh defensive center struggles. Mm-hmm. It's just um is there consistent enough Scoring and offense with that team because I just, just said, "Give me the bucketer." <laughs> I, I I I like that, like everybody's six seven six eight and above, and we can switch everything and defend, you know. And I don't want to say it's all on Van Bleet, but well, no, know, they got they just if, got Will the Thrill, who I he's streaky, but he's another he's another creator there. So I mean that helps Van Bleet some, I figure. But yeah, you're right. No, no, for sure, for sure. And then like. Like I said, I, I owe Pascal an apology. You were on him start of the season. Like this man was high key. I don't know if he still is. It's like twenty five, five and five, which is like only a handful of players are crazy. Yeah, you know, doing the season. So like, shout out to him. Uh, you know, he he mentioned that him taking that level to all NBA player. If you know, if 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 he has it, if if there's hope, this 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 would be the time. You know, I can. You know, I can I could see them beating, you know, Washington and you know, maybe at least giving maybe Celtics some some trouble with their length. So you got Toronto over Washington? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then you so for this exercise, Brooklyn or Toronto? Give me Toronto. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So we got Toronto as an eight. And we have, well, in that first one, Atlanta has a seven. So Milwaukee, Mm -hmm. Toronto, I'm going to assume Milwaukee. Boston, sorry, uh, Boston, Atlanta, Boston. Reasonable. Um, Philly. 
if in a perfect world, I, I, if we can have those like matchups reverse, I think that'd be overall better for the league. I, I think that, you know, with Trey and them playing the Bucks not too long ago, and then the Eastern Conference Finals, you know, at the very least you can sell that. And I feel like maybe Toronto might have a better chance for my man's my Steve. man's writing uh storylines. I like it. I like it. Okay, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe a little heel turn from Giannis in Atlanta this time. You know, we need Trey to look sympathetic, you know. <laughs> exactly. I, I know Holiday still thinking about that spin move that they keep showing, you know. <laughs> For sure, but continue, continue. <laughs> um, and then Philly, Miami. I know you're worried about it, but who would you have? I'd, I'd want to say us, you know, for sure. At the at the very least, it, it might go seven off some shit, but I I, I just don't think Miami has enough <laughs> consistent, you know, scoring. You know, I know Jimmy Butler turned into an effing superhero come playoffs. I know he's a, a year older, but I've seen it, and he, he. I'm assuming he can still do it. It's just where is that? Is it is it hero? Is it is it Bam? Is it you know the the Gabe Vincent? I, I I don't know if if Kyle Lowry's away from the team or not playing. I feel like that's just a weird situation. So there's that, you know, and I I I, I don't know. You know, right. I feel like you can only go so far with just great grind defense. And it's like, I'm trying to win every game in the playoffs, 85 to, yeah, you know. And some Jimmy, Jimmy Butler 40-burgers, bro. What's the problem? Um, yeah, do you no, think sure. either of the Cavs and or Knicks can beat the Bucks? Uh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't bet money on it. But I, I can maybe dive into. Giannis is good. Yeah, it's so, like I, I could see, I could see a lot. I was, I was, I was trying. I was like, maybe, maybe the Cavs with their length, and they try to build, build a wall kind of vibes, and maybe everybody goes cold for the Bucks. I just get more concerned about even like Darius Garland with like Drew Holiday hounding him or like switching over. Like I get worried about their backcourt against Milwaukee, and then it comes down to just like, well, can you really contain Giannis for seven games? So, um, so, and I'm not gonna make Boston Sixers like okay, so you guys could do it. Um, and we discussed it a little bit, but it's like you need a lot of things to go right, and we might need another level out of you guys or out of Embiid. So by default. It's looking like maybe that's where we're leaning without an upset in the East. It was it's funny. I was more I, I thought if the Sixers had a chance to to make it out. I, I thought it'd be through Milwaukee, but now I I am going ahead and switch that a little bit. I think if we were to try to make it, it would have to us be in the Celtics just because we have that clear advantage. Of Embiid down low versus I feel like just the size of Lopez and Giannis kind of like if not neutralizes just bothers Embiid a lot the whole game because it's like oh let me do me who's in the paint seven foot two Brook Lopez all right who's coming to help seven one Giannis versus you know thirty eight year old Al Horford and you know Time Lord who's who's on and off I kind of like go out that that's fair I kind of like. Embiid's matchup against Milwaukee more because defensively he can 
deter uh, Giannis en- enough that like he can't just bully him there and Embiid's jumper pulling Brooke Lopez if Brooke Lopez is the one on him getting him kind of out of just kind of like his basic drop coverages and making him have to hound him. I don't know. I kind of mm-hmm. like it. I kind of would prefer a Sixers-Bucks matchup, but how? who, who knows what that's going to look like right now. And, you know, those, that seating could also flip. So, yeah, you're right. But regardless of what, we need something from Philadelphia. We don't know if we're going to get it. And also, Glenn Rivers is your coach. So I get concerned about that. Um, yeah, I think, I think, I think I'm on board. Like I said, it's this It's this year. It's like it's so – like, bro, if you were to tell me at the end of this year, Harden's gone, GM's gone, coach is gone, and Embiid's like, give me up out of Philly, I would not be surprised, bro. I really wouldn't. Yeah. How many – How many? like, if, especially if you're Embiid, you know you're a top five player in the league. How many times are you going to keep running into the the same wall? Well, yeah. Also, you, you know, have to pray that James Harden doesn't that that Houston rumor isn't like a real thing, because like that's that's still I, fucking I, crazy. I, I, I told you, bro. Remember, like you were like, nah, bro. Why would he do that? And I was like, nah, I'm not. We we don't have to talk about it. <laughs> it's okay. It, it's a rumor at the at this point in time. But it'd be weird. Like, imagine y'all make a Eastern Conference Finals run, and he's like, Houston, bro. As as, as much as I I want to want to chip with Philly, like I just. I don't see it with part in it. And dog, you That's saw it right. with D'Angelo uh, Russell last. All right, Western Conference. Now I'm moving forward. I was asking if you have a dark horse, but whatever. Um, Western Conference, though. Probably y'all, honestly. I'd say whoever wins that four or five matchup would probably be my with the right matchup. I think I I could see something maybe, but that that second round is going to be crazy. Um, yeah, Western Conference. So. Real, we'll we'll do this. We'll try to bust this out in like ten minutes. Um, I put on my dog. I was like Denver, Denver, Phoenix, Golden State, Clippers, Memphis, or Sacramento. Um, are all trying to do the thing, and that's without mentioning Dallas. So I feel like there's really five teams at least that I can see. Like, oh yeah, if I've heard they made it to the finals, I'd be like, that makes sense. I can see it. It's kind of crazy. So we talked about the plan a little bit. So. It's really uh, it, there's 13 teams that can make the playoffs. It looks like right now, um, Denver five games up on Memphis for the one seed. Uh, Memphis is the two seed. Sacramento three game lead for the third seed. Phoenix is uh, the four. Golden State at the five, and they have Steph Curry coming back soon. It sounds like Dallas tied with Golden State um, at six. Then you have. Clippers, who are tied with Golden State, <laughs> technically seventh on tiebreaker right now. Then you have Minnesota a game back. Utah Jazz, Nola tied for ninth. And then you have the Lakers a game back. Portland a game and a half back. OKC two games and a half back. So I pose the question, do you think the Lakers have a run in them within them without LeBron? Let's treat it like a no <laughs> for now. Um, would it fucking suck if you guys had to play Nola and Zion comes back healthy? Because <laughs> Nola was like really good at the start of the year, right? I, I told you they were they were my dark horse, and then you know <laughs> the, what the real dumb was Ingram and Zion went down, and that that that's why you see this bad run of form, but. Ingram came back and then he dropped like 41 last night or something like that. Something crazy. He's been, he's been balling, you know, for sure. 
they, they're they're really they're really missing Zion right now. It, so if Zion comes back, I'm just like, and they can just recreate what they were doing start of the year when they were just, oh man, they were top five team, top four team in the West. Like uh, that, you, you do. They, they, they had answers for everything. Yeah. Like, we can play inside with with Zion. We can hit you from the midi with Ingram. We can pull you out with with CJ, or you know he's off the dribble with him, or you know. Zion just dominating the paint because if you don't stop that, we're just going to keep going to it. But I, I, I really hope Zion comes back this season healthy in all future seasons. Because I just I want a full season. I think he's only at like eighty four games played, which so, is which is insane. I, I saw a tweet by uh, Baxter Holmes, and he referenced an article he published in um, twenty nineteen about. Um, a lot of players going to the NBA with the AAU circuit and the amount of games there, they're they're the wear and tear on their bodies is like something you haven't seen. And we'll probably do it on um, next pod. We'll talk about it a little more. I'll share it with you. Um, but it's like, uh, like there was an increase. They were talking to this pediatric surgeon who before you mm-hmm. never used to see ACL tears in kids, like especially under 10. Yeah. And then like his number of consults and surgeries like tripled in a one year span one year, just with the number of like, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. I'm going to share it with you because I was just kind of like, Damn. and they were also talking about Zion when he was in high school or whatever, the number of games he was playing and like the things he deal with already. So I'm just kind of like, yeah, that injury label is kind of crazy considering like also like the number, because you were, well, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Because those will be like, well, I mean, a, a little bit in Zion's defense, it was like all of his were like weird slash like fluky, like who, who could have predicted a shoe exploding and, you know, costing you the rest of your, your college career. Well, the the biggest takeaway was really just like the kind of like similar to like when you see guys enter their career, like, you know, all that mileage adds up. Um, We're seeing it affect guys at a younger age and you're seeing load management having to be taken more and guys still getting injured because guys now are hitting the league with all the AAU games and all the college games and like those weekends where you play three games, maybe a day have so many minutes on their body from a young age that it's affecting their development going into the actual league. I'll send you the article before you go thing, but it's like, like, if there's any time for you to play all the time, it's, it's when you were a kid, like that's when you have the most energy, most time to heal. Like, so they they address it. You know, I was they, playing eight hours a day. Like it was. They address that, but then they also talk about how the rep before it was this thing is like, why the fuck would you have an ACL tear at the age of eight, right? And then now mm-hmm. it's like, oh, now I'm seeing six thousand kids for consultation, and I'm doing like eight hundred surgeries a year for ACL, and these kids are rehabbing, and I know kids who I do two, three surgeries for, and then he'll tell me separately to his size, like I've spent the last three years just kind of rehabbing. As a child, <laughs> like basketball is not even fucking funny. It's a whole article, um, and it's a nah, whole idea. Where I read it, I was just kind of like, "Oh, that's kind of crazy," because the perception is like, "Yeah, you're a kid, you can get away with it," but it's like the body kind of has a still like a mileage counter as well. Where it's like, "Yeah, you're a kid, but you know, you play fucking like twenty games mm-hmm. a fucking week when you're a kid you're doing every too much. week. Yeah. You don't have enough time to." I hate so, it. Yeah. So sorry. Um, I, I mean, said same thing, kind of with like. Uh baseball for middle little kids like that they don't let like them just throw a million pitches as you a, can't a throw a curve like, you know, yeah because the development yeah, yeah. Like, you know? they're just like yeah it's like same same kind of vibe you know i i, I can see it 
So yeah, I'll share. You played eight games this weekend from Friday. Uh, I'll share it with you because I thought it was really well written and I I, I hadn't seen it before. I was just kind of like, all right, cool. Um, Anyway, off the soapbox. uh, So Nola could be an eight seed. Nola could be a seven seed. And we'll see if they get Zion back, you know, knock on wood, you hope. And then you have that smorgasbord that is seven to four, where you could end up either playing Memphis. You could end up playing the Suns. You play Golden State. Golden State, who's about to get Curry, and who knows, you might be playing fucking Luca and Kyrie in a first round matchup too. So then you have three seed Sacramento. I think everyone's. I'm praying for them. We went through that. You have two seed. You have Memphis doing Memphis things, and another year experience under their belt. Their defense has been pretty stout, and you can replicate a lot of things. And then we have Denver, who's just been. Really freaking good all freaking year, and the buy-in appears to be there. You have the right pieces. Um, my Michael Porter Jr., I want to say, like, it's not like he's a lockdown defender. He's the most locked in I've seen him defensively um, in his whole career. So I don't, I don't – it wasn't a vaccine shot because um, he's not – he doesn't believe in that. But whatever buy-in was necessary, it seems that they're doing that. Yeah. Better. So, sure. um, yeah, so, I mean, Denver I – and mean, you already know this is going to turn into, like, well – can Jokic hold up when Jokic, they're putting him yeah. in every every action offensively? But that offense, you know, is going to click, and you have Jamal Murray. So I'm just like, it might be null and void end of the day. So, um, so yeah, the West is a fucking it's a clusterfuck. So, what yeah. are your thoughts? How, where where are you okay. at? Man? Who do you see coming out of it? Where where are we at? All right, before I I, I go into this crazy first round matchups. I know you gave out your your five six teams that you can see making it to the finals. Six. That's crazy. I didn't so, mention Dallas. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> um, I just, I'm, a, I'm a big believer in, in you know, experience and you know, older players help come playoffs. So I'm still not a crazy believer in these Grizz. You know, Optimum Kings first round lineup. I'd love to see them like wax like the Mavericks or somebody. I, I think I can see that. Or even them versus the Clippers matchup. I think would be extremely. Fun to see, for sure. Uh, Phoenix is up there. Golden State, like I, I said last time, I'm like I, I still believe in them heavy. You know, for sure they're 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 rounding in the form a little bit, and plus they're getting Steph back. Don't really believe in those Mavs, but you know they just both dropped forty that they can do versus my Sixers. So that's 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 always scary if two guys go for 40, you always going to have a chance. I don't care who you are. Clippers, you know, they they were my team. I I really saw maybe making a run in these playoffs. That that Westwood pickup really threw my whole vibe off about that team. I might have to revisit it. You know, I know it's still three games. It's still early. We'll see how that gels. Um Kind of hurt to see Cat go down so early, to, but uh, have they not been playing? I love. Well, you know, when you when you don't have two crazy defensive liabilities on the floor, it. it well, who's the defensive liabilities? Cat Engelberg. <laughs> you can't, nah, bro. Nah, you gotta chill, bro. You gotta chill. You can't call Rudy Gobert a defensive liability, bro. Come playoffs, it was a liability. Defensive that player of the enough. year. No, no, I'm not doing this with you. No. What is what? Uh, okay. 
the biggest thing the biggest thing is that when you're in the NBA right now and everyone's like, oh, people don't play defense. There's a lot of defense being played. Watch Boston play. Watch these teams play. What happens in the playoffs especially is you choose your poison. You choose what you're going to deal with. I can't take everything off the fucking court because if I try to take everything, whatever. So I'm going to focus on your top three Four actions and try to do that. And that's what happened with fucking Utah. They took everything away except Terrence fucking man. And Terrence man decided he's going to play the best game of basketball he's ever played in his fucking life. Okay. That's not fair. That is disingenuous to say that he went from defensive player of the year to a liability. Cat is solid defensively. Now, having Cat trying to run around screens and move around next to Gobert. Yeah, that's a problem. That's a liability. You're right. You're right. You're right. But we're, we're not going to call just straight up just liability because – no. No. Um, yeah. But it's just – it's crazy to think about. They were like, yeah, Walker Kessler, who, you know, the Jazz traded uh, – excuse me, the Timberwolves traded to the Jazz is already, you know, looking like a stalwart defensive player averaging like two, three blocks a game. I'm like, well, you know <laughs> – Jazz may not get like that top They really got Lori Markinen and Walker Kessler looking like untouchable pieces on that team. It's crazy. <laughs> it's like even when they lose, they win. Like Danny Ainge was upset. He's like, we're really not going to get Vic Wembanyama. We're really in the plan. He's trying to strip. He sent Mike Conley away. He's trying to do everything he can. And they're they're probably they're locked for the plan. They got two really good players, and they got like four draft picks. It's crazy. No, I I, I, I like what they they can they can become out there for sure for sure. Uh, yeah, but and then after the Timberwolves, we got that Jazz currently at that nine ten seed. I, I like the Jazz. They just play no defense. Like that's it's 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 real tough for them, you know. Especially after all all their their players started. Danny Age was like, guys, what are we what are we doing? You're, you're scaring me a little bit. And then we <laughs> we got the Lakers, and I as much as I want to believe in LeBron and LeBron and LeBron, I just I can't I I can't right now. Okay. So, um, so you want you want you run the quick exercise or no you, you go ahead. I'm gonna I'll give you optimum first round matchups. <clears throat> give me the Grizz and the Warriors running it back. You know how they how they did. They had all all their beef. Don't don't worry about it. Just no. let me know what you think. Bang. Okay. Somehow the Suns and the Mavs because KD Kyrie. You know you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Bang. Okay. Not even Luca and the Suns. <laughs> Wait for it, Will. Wait for it. Okay, my bad. Then, my bad. I got height. Yeah, yeah you, you, you got height. And then we got we're gonna have the Kings and the Clippers. They're to break the all time record scored ever because it came close second. So they, they that they shit's not sustainable. That shit is not sustainable. <laughs> Relax. Um, I, I watched the game and they, they, that shit was wild. And then, you know, this is nice, easy Timberwolves for my Nuggets. It's fine. Yeah, no, get the, all the way the fuck out of here with that shit. <laughs> I don't want to hear that shit. <laughs> so real quick, so is the Suns, or is the Suns Mavs the 4-5? That, that's what I'm trying to, trying to go for. 
Nah, nah, we can do better. No, I, 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 all I know is I want whoever you guys to play to either be the Suns or the Warriors. I want you, I want it to be that. So either you can be oh, like the, the Suns. Oh man, yeah, yeah. Run oh. back the Warriors, bro. This is your year, bro. I, I don't think they're dropping that low. I, I'd cry. I, I take any, any team. They're five seed right now. They're five right now. So I mean, realistically, so do you think the Suns catch Sacramento? It's possible. It's not impossible. They could finish three seed. I think the There's Suns go no lower than the than the than the fourth seed. If if anything, they they'll they'll be the fourth seed. So I can, Warriors... I can see. I can see. I yeah. I can see the maybe depending when Steph comes back, but they they still been playing really well. Clay's been. In... He's, he's been out. Yeah, he's been balling. Automatic mode. Yeah, no. Actually, what, what is he doing right now? I think they're. I think they play right now. Actually, the Clips and. Yeah, the uh, Clips are up. They're up like eleven and a half. Yeah. So. I guess my biggest question is really just like: Is can Sacramento stay there? Because if Sacramento can stay there, then they're not doing too bad for themselves. I mean, they'd still probably be looking somewhere between. Probably Dallas or LA, realistically, in the first round, unless Minnesota can get a little run. Ant Edwards has been amazing as well, um, with that spacing opening up for him a little bit more. But I mean, either way, you, it's just bangers. <laughs> Everything's a banger. Everything's a fucking hit. Yeah. That's what I call fucking bars. Play that, uh, yeah, that Funk Master Flex clip because that's what I fucking call bars. Ain't know nothing Boy. about that because it's like you can get Memphis, Golden State, even if they drop. Um, in a second round matchup, you can get fucking Dallas with Denver is fun. Dallas with Phoenix is fun. Clippers against anyone is fun. So I'm just like, everywhere you go, you just have like guys that's like, hmm, I can see a run. Yeah. You get hot at the right time. So I, I think what we really want to see is the Lakers come up and play the Grizz at, at, at that matchup. That That's the real, <laughs> the real kicker. I don't know how that's going to happen. <laughs> we can't. Shannon Sharp there. We're going to have Austin Reeves on the court just like the fuck's. Oh, did you see that clip? Uh, the thing of uh, Austin Reeves yesterday? Um, they Talking were like, to uh, Scotty Pippen. He's just like. <laughs> he became the LeBron memes. Like the uh, the grasshopper becomes the master. So shit. They showed the clip. Where, was like, like, dude, LeBron he... was like, he's like, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, he really was lost. He was. He's like, all right, Brian, if, if you see it, then fuck it. I'm going to run the play. <laughs> Sounds about right. And he did that shit yesterday, bro. I was like, full circle. It's it's fun. It's fun. Um, it's, it's, I, I, like, I like Austin Reeves. It's, it's funny. He has a good game, man. <laughs> bro, he's very aware of himself. Even the interview he had is like, yeah, a lot of people try to say me and Caruso, like, because we're white or similar when we're completely different players, I can't do a lot of – I don't have his athleticism – or as good yeah. defensively, and I can shoot a little bit more and whatnot. Like, yeah, he's just fun. Still love that he was like yeah, tenth no. in All Star voting at some point um, for front court, yeah. but you know that's neither here nor there. Um, yeah, I know I've been holding you up a bit. Um, anything yeah. else you want to touch on before we go? We had a we had a we had a thick pod. Uh, we did. <laughs> I, I think I will say, and to prove me wrong, the team I believe in the least out of all the teams in the West. Is is the Grizzlies? I I really don't believe in them. You want to do like a power ranking real quick with with uh we can do top seven West teams. Yeah, I got you. Give me, give me the Nuggets one. 
Suns two, Warriors three. Give me, give me the. I want to say Clippers, but that Westbrook stole me, and I don't know if I can say the Grizz. And I think it gets real, real, real muddy after that. But I'm, I, I'm staying firm in this. Nuggets, Suns, Warriors. You, you didn't say the Kings, but that's fine. It's okay. I don't know if I can believe. It. Like, <laughs> I, I, I want to. I, I, re, I really do. Like you, you said everyone's name. You could have said their name. That just shut me up. What? No, the only thing that hurt is that you said you had the Grizz last, and you never said the Kings. <laughs> I'm okay with it. I'm just, I'm just hurt. That's why. I'm, 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 uh, I'm, I'm trying, bro. <laughs> Try better. Try harder. I don't know what to tell you. Um. Well, yeah. That that that's all I got for this week, Justin. Anything else? Anything else you want to hit real quick? Anything you want to say to our viewers? Yes. Um. If you make two hundred mil, please stay your ass home. Don't don't be out in these streets for the for the love of the Lord. Please speedy recovery for Lamelo and his brother Lonzo. Hopefully to see both of them back on the court and LeBron come back soon. That's all I got. All right. This has been the Inbounds Out of Pocket Podcast. Um, you've been joined by JB Twenty One and myself, Squilliams Rodriguez. Uh, we out. We out. Fuck your birthday. So, anyway, guys, this is my time to shine. ISO, ISO. I don't know if Squilliams is ever going to hear this, but everything I said about the Knicks, they fucking garbage. They suck. It's the Knicks. Everybody knows they're going to lose in the first round in the playoffs. <laughs> Does anyone believe in the Knicks? How, how many playoff series have they won in the last five, 10, 15, 20 years? Maybe one?